My handle is Jonathan Blade. Welcome to my podcast. So I'm sitting here drinking my coffee and I was thinking about the idea that I'm trying to keep a regular schedule with the podcast, which I haven't been doing. For the past month or so, I've released an episode weekly, and I'd like to continue that trend. Uh, And I'm continuing with the discussion cast, but I don't have one scheduled until uh, next Tuesday. So this week, I'd like to speak about something that is on my mind, something fun. So I don't usually delve into video games here. I don't play a lot of new games in the modern time. I think the last new thing I jumped on was the uh, PS4 Spider-Man, and I don't even know how long ago that came out. So uh, since then, I have not stopped playing video games, but anything I've played has been Legacy. Like the last new thing I bought, I think, was Resident Evil 3 Nemesis, the PS1 version for the PS3, and that was like a month and a half ago or something. But I just bought a new video game, something that I was very excited for. They just released Streets of Rage 4. Now, it's a co-op development. Three development studios worked on it. I I think one studio approached Sega, or Sega approached one studio who had done some indie thing that related to Streets of Rage. It was Beats of Rage. There have been a lot of independent... Streets of Rage style beat-em-ups since the days of Streets of Rage using um, Sega's assets. But these three studios in concert released something that is magnificent. It is magnificent. Streets of Rage 4 is magnificent. It's a throwback to an old style of gaming with some modern flair, and it's beautiful, and it sounds great because Streets of Rage has always sounded great, and it is just a joy to play. I haven't quite finished it yet with my character of choice, who is Blaze, who is the tough chick. But uh, I'm playing through it now, and I'm loving every minute of it. Actually, I went back uh, after playing uh, Streets of Rage 4, a long session of Streets of Rage 4, and I was thinking to myself, the reason I like this game is that I love Streets of Rage 2, which I do play all the time, but I never play all the way through. I play like the first two levels when I have some downtime, then I'll be about my business, but I haven't finished it in years. So last night I just stopped playing Streets of Rage 4, went back to Streets of Rage 2, sat down, finished the game. In one sitting, the skills were fresh because I'd been binging Streets of Rage 4. And Streets of Rage 2 is still a magnificent game. I I have a buddy who is a gigantic Mega Man fan. It's his, he's a video game guy, goes to conventions, all that stuff. But he is a huge Mega Man fan and I guess that's kind of how I feel about Streets of Rage. I don't do collectibles or have Streets of Rage t-shirts or whatever, but the packing game for my Sega Genesis when I got it years and years and years and years and years and years years ago was Streets of Rage 2, and it's one of the few games on Genesis that you can look to, or you could look to at the time and be like, you know, the SNES is alright, the Super Nintendo Entertainment System is fine, but this is what Genesis can do. Streets of Rage 2 is beautiful, it has thumping music, it has really visceral hit sounds, really crunchy bass on the uh, the hits, which is one of the most important aspects of that game. Like, there are other factors in Streets of Rage 2 that make it fantastic. The complexity of the, the enemy AI, the beautiful animation, the way the stages move, there, there's more option there for interaction 
with the stages and there are more directions that the stage moves, more interesting things the stages do, more variety than uh, alternative games. But it's that, that sound. It's, it's so beautiful on the Genesis, but also that the music still holds up. Go Left, I think, is the song for the first stage. I could listen to it for hours. I could, I could dance to it. It's awesome. Yuzo Koshiro did magic on the Genesis. So I, I, did, I played through Streets of Rage 2 in one sitting, crushed it, and it was a wonderful experience, like the first time. And it just gave me a warm, fuzzy feeling and informed what works so well about Streets of Rage 4. So Streets of Rage 4 takes everything that was great about 2 and cranks it up to a modern level of aesthetic and presentation. It has, it's a, a longer game than the, as far as I'm playing through the story mode right now. I think it's probably a two hour story mode. I'm, I'm on the last mission and I can see my way through it so I'll probably finish it today. But there are five characters, there are other story modes, there, there's a lot of uh, extra built into the, uh, the package. Uh, and it's, it's wonderful. It's something that you can just sit down and crunch away at, not give too much thought, and just enjoy. Old school Twitch gaming. I love it. But Streets of Rage 4 adds things like juggle combos, which were not part of the earlier Streets of Rage games. So you can do your regular several hit combo, bounce a character off the ground and get some more hits in. That's great. It has life recovery through consecutive hits. So if you are your health bar has a, a line, I think Ninja Gaiden did this, Ninja Gaiden 2 did this, where if you take damage, you can actually recover the damage taken if you get consecutive unbroken attacks on the enemy. Really cool. And the music is thumping. I've only played with two characters. I played, I played with Blaze because Blaze is my character. I love Blaze. And I've played a little bit with Adam, who is the quote-unquote black character. I think he's been adopted as a black character. I, th I don't think the original intention for Adam was for him to be black, although I guess he could have been. At the time of the game's release, they intended him to be like a Philip Michael Thomas type or uh, Mario Van Peebles type, but uh, I saw someone else who's a fan of the game saying that he was probably intended at first to be Southeast Asian, but I, I can't tell. But yeah, played as Adam. Adam is awesome. He's a powerhouse, kind of looks like Luke Cage, and he crunches, but... The playstyle I like the best is Blaze, and usually for games like that, I, I usually play as the female character because that's what I like to see on screen. I like to see the sexy female character kicking ass. That's what I'm into. But the polish is the controls are tight. The the music just as it was in the Yuzo Koshiro days, and I believe that Yuzo Koshiro has. I'm hyper caffeinated right now. I believe that Yuzo Koshiro is one of the contributors to the current soundtrack, but there's a different composer that actually uh, worked on the soundtrack for this game, and it, it rocks. It's more contemporary. Like, uh, Yuzo Koshiro's tracks in his time were contemporary based on musical influences of his time, and the current composer has pulled in uh, Yuzo Koshiro's tracks and influences and, and modernize them so they're influenced they have different influences the sound is different because the sound of music in the modern times is different it's not based on like deep detroit house or the techno or electronica of 1990 it's based on the music of today same genre but you know different time uh, but it's awesome i'm just enjoying it so much and it's it's mostly feel 
It's not super deep or complex. It's, it's not something you have to think about. You sit down and there are patterns to memorize and there are, but it's all lizard brain stuff. Like you are not consciously thinking about how to make your way through a lot of this stuff. Your subconscious mind is seeing you get crushed over and over again and it just kind of all on its own. Uh, it's wonderful. I'm enjoying it and I wish that more games of this fashion would be in vogue because games of this fashion are made. They're made all the time and released as indie games. Perhaps not of the side-scrolling beat-em-up variety, but of the, uh, the the Twitch gaming pixel art variety. They're still indie popular, but I wish they were more popular. Games that can be completed in a couple or a few hours, like the Sonic re-release. Something that's old school can be completed in a couple or a few hours, but has replay value just by nature of mastery or alternative characters. Other things that extend the replay value, but something that you can sit down and play through in, in a single sitting, like a mobile game, but with a controller. I'm probably spinning my wheels here, because there's not too much to say other than it's great. I watched Digital Foundry's uh, technical breakdown of the game, and there's a lot of crap that goes into it. So these, these 2D hand-drawn characters have things like shadows, things like uh, rim lighting, there's an area where you walk into a stained glass building and the light plays on the characters. There's reflections uh, on the ground in puddles and such. Oh, it's so beautiful and it's, it's sharp 1080p, of course. And it probably wouldn't be a pixel, I mean, it probably wouldn't be a, a numbers cruncher on even like a PS3 or an Xbox 360. This could probably run on those just fine, but it'd still be beautiful. And I just, oh, I just have a great appreciation for the entire art form right now. Like, I haven't been this excited about a game, uh, a new game, in, in quite some time. Probably won't be this excited for a game until The Last of Us 2 comes out in, I think, two months. And I know there are big spoilers out there. I'm avoiding those. All right, I think that's all I have for this episode. Just talking about Streets of Rage 4 because I'm very excited about it right now. Something light, something fun, uh, in the age of COVID. Something to keep you at home. Yeah, just stay at home. Stop going out there trying to get in trouble, trying to get sick really quickly so you can be about your business, because that's how you lose your parents and grandparents and your sick cousin. And you don't want that in your life. You want everybody to be safe. You want everybody to be healthy. You want everybody to be happy. All right, well, if you enjoyed this episode or any of the other episodes, hit me up. On Twitter at janky old broke hobo spider man at Jonathan Blade, or it's, it, maybe it's reversed. I can never remember. I need to look and check on that one day before I actually do the podcast episodes. But yeah, hit me up on Twitter, janky old broke hobo spider man. All right, thanks for listening.